You're listening to This Is How We See It with Eric Lee, Ronnie V, Tanay, and Ms. C. Thanks for tuning into the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and in the studio with me is Miss C. Hello. And back, you've been gone for a while. Yes, I've been gone a minute. Is Shelby. Hello. Okay, all right. So what's been going on, Shelby? Um, what's what's much. What's been happening? Just working overtime, taking the kids to the mentoring program, just being busy. And your kids are in driver's ed. Yes. Oh, Lord, help Monday us. Monday is the last day. Oh, help goodness. us off. The last day. Uh, they need to be in there for a year, at least a year or <laughs> two. Well, that's the class part. And then after that, and then they the drive. drive. I don't know what they're going to drive. I guess the, uh, oh. yeah. Oh, no, they provide cars. Yeah, when they, I, when yeah, I they did sure drive, they, they, they provided the cars <laughs> yes. for us. Because they won't be driving. Yeah, but now when she goes to get her license, <laughs> that's going to be a while. You're going to have to uh, provide yeah, the car. That's going to be a while why is, why um, because gonna they're going to actually need jobs to handle that insurance because um, you're not being on mine. Really? Yeah, no. where they can get permits. And keep the permit for as long as they can. Well, they have to get the permit anyway and have it for a specific specific amount of time in Mm -hmm. order to get the license and keep track of all that stuff. Yeah, don't they have to uh, keep their grades up too? That too, unless they turn 18. See, a lot of things change for us when we were done. Like I remember I took, you had to be in 10th grade and you had to be 15 in order to take driver's ed. They've lowered it. And so that's why when you would tell them, it's like, how? Mm-hmm. She taking driver's ed. You have to be 14 in six months oh, in order to qualify. Oh, look yeah. at that. And then um, you didn't have to be on anybody's uh, insurance, insurance right. back oh, then. And, the cost and, and it was free. It's free. Yes, it was free. It's not $5. Dollars it's how much? A person. 65 Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's got not two too bad. Them. Yeah, I didn't pay that. That's not, not too for bad. the grandparents. I know that's right. Mm. I know that's right. Oh, grandparents on the father's side. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, Lord. That was good. Was they'll really be nice driving. Man. Lord, help us. Lord, I tell you. Uh-huh. <laughs> help them. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll get them a car together. I, I don't know. A car together. Yeah. That will never work. Yes, it will. No, no, it won't. If you have one car per household and that works, It'll be one, no, but one no, driver. It, right. It won't be it'll be one car per household, but it'll be one driver. Yeah, it. but I'm talking about if you have one car per household and you got uh uh mother and father, husband and wife, and it's one well, that's car different. per household. Mother and father sharing a car is different from sister and brother sharing a car. Because he gonna wanna be going somewhere when she's gonna wanna be going somewhere. It ain't gonna work. Well, neither one of them gonna have permission to go anywhere, so it don't make no difference. Why? Why is that? Because their mom ain't gonna let them go nowhere. Oh. That's not true. They have the bus system. They'll be okay. Oh, Lord. But they don't need license to get on the bus. They don't wanna now. go in anywhere anyway, so I'm good right now for the next two years. Have they ever been on a bus? She'll be giving yeah, up. She'll be, she'll be giving up. We're her gonna keys. be doing that like. When it gets a little warmer, I'm going to take them on the bus so they can oh. know how to ride. Yeah, we, we ain't doing none of that. You'll be giving up your keys. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you will. Giving up for you to put them on the rack. Mama, I need, <laughs> Mama, I need uh, to go here. All right. Yeah, you're right. But just go ahead. Be careful. Be careful. That'll and be a while. You, then you might be like your mother. When and everybody got their license and don't drive at all, and have everybody go and do yes. everything, um, ain't that something? Yeah, she still it's does the truth. that. It's that's the brand truth. new car don't drive. That is the truth. That's that's the truth. That's the purpose of having kids. Mm, okay. Economists say that it is no longer a question of 
if the U.S. is headed for a recession, but when? And Americans appear unprepared for the threat of a possible turndown. About 40% of people in the U.S. say they are somewhat prepared for a recession if it were to happen within the next year, according to a new survey, while 16% say they're not at all prepared. Experts Hmm. recommend preparing while the economy is on firm footings, i.e. households should try and pay off debt and boost emergency savings. Mm, I agree. Wouldn't that be nice if you could do that? So, we should have that anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. You should have you should have yeah, a nest anyway. egg anyway because they're saying here it ain't a question of if, it's when it's going to happen. I got a nest. There ain't no eggs in it. Well, it ain't a nest. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that look like that's a basket. <laughs> That's a basket. But it's true. And then you hear Trump always talking about, oh, the economy. And the economy is strong. But you know what they say. You know what they say. uh, When it's good, it's good, good, good. And all of a sudden, it'll reach its peak and then uh, it'll go down. So y'all pay off your debt and boost your emergency savings. And you, uh, Shelby, you were saying that uh, you are actually working with a credit counselor to to tell us us about that process. It's working very well. Well, he's Mm -hmm. um, helped me um, establish credit by getting at least one card so that that can boost my score along with taking things off that's not Supposed to be there. Right, right, that's, yeah, right. that's actually what's going on with my credit. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. And, you know, I've always been credit conscious. Um, and and we'll talk about that in the show uh, a bit later on. But here is what a lot of people don't understand about credit cards. People think that, um, oh, I got a credit card. Oh, that's great. But mm-hmm. do you not know that if you do not use your credit card, it, hurts it makes your score go, go down. down. It, does. it does. It makes it go down if you're late on payments. Especially. It makes it go down if if, if say, the credit utilization is high. Correct. Like mm-hmm. say your over, your your max is twenty five hundred yeah. and mm-hmm. you're at two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. gonna make it go down. Mm-hmm. But if you don't use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it worse. I did not know that. Well, I, let me tell oh, you really? what they did for me. I had a card, a major card, and used it and paid it off. I mean, just paid it up where I just kept it. It was still open. I did not use that card for a year, but it was good. I didn't owe mm-hmm. anything on it or anything. So I saw something in the um, book that I wanted to get, so I... You know, tried to call. I was going to get it online, but it wouldn't let my card go through. So I end up calling the company. Do you know they took that card they from me because too. I was not using it? I didn't know that. I've, I've never experienced that before. Or they've lowered the, the credit limit because you weren't using it. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, well, I've had a couple where they lowered the credit line because mm-hmm. I wasn't using it, but I, I, w- I was using it, but not really enough. Uh, they think I think they want you to keep it under 30 you know, 30%. I it, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, they took that car and wouldn't give it back. But yeah, if you yeah. have you credit have cards it. that you... At least once a month or something. And that's what I do. Other. What I yeah. do is I purchase a, like Give one little thing a month or something like that. And then I'll just, you know, pay I'll it pay off. it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people do not know yeah. that. Yeah. That just because you got a card, that's, it's, that's good. But if you're not using it, it actually counts against it you. Does. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Grubhub fans, listen <laughs> up. Apparently, the company isn't doing very well. Their market share lead has been eaten away by rivals Uber Eats and DoorDash. Mm-hmm. Now, I use DoorDash all the time. Yeah, you do. Uh, and because of it, Grubhub's market value has slumped. It is down 53% in the past year, oh, including 26% in the past three months alone. It's just mm. been around for what? like Probably about two, two years. Like I hadn't heard about it for probably about two years. Alarmingly, analysts also expect its income to plummet more than 90% year over year. In the current quarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because those people are eating those people food. <laughs> if your income plummets 90%, you might as well close your doors. Yeah. <laughs> you need to pack yeah. up. Now, I've never used Grubhub, but I always use DoorDash. But I got to tell you, y'all, and I use it because I'm lazy. I really do. I, I use it because I'm lazy. I'm, I'm be honest. I mean, that's really what it is. You don't want yeah. You don't feel like getting in your car and going to get something to eat. Well, they'll bring it to you. That's really kind of pure laziness. And, and it's expensive. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. It, it Convenient. That's what you're paying for, the convenience. Very convenient. Because <laughs> I remember Ronnie V said that. Now, her son uses Grubhub, oh, and he Every uses day. it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, what kind of money? I mean, seriously. Seriously, I mean, because first of all, they charge you the 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 delivery the, fee. the the delivery fee and the tip. Mm-hmm. Now you can control your tip if you want to, mm-hmm. but I'm a tipper, so you know, it, at least one of my deliveries is at least twenty eight dollars. Oh no, twenty eight dollars. That's too much. All the time. It depends on Mm-mm. what you get too. Well, I always get the same thing. <laughs> I always get the same thing, so. Well, yeah. you get at me. I'll go to the store and get your stuff. <laughs> oh, a lot of that stuff is mine too. I yeah, just can't anymore seeing all the stories where they're eating your food, slurping on your drink, and passing. Here you yeah, go. I'm yes. a little worried no. about yeah. that too. Yeah. I'm a little worried and, about and, that and too. I couldn't believe they were admitting that that's what they. Well, were Well, you don't doing. have to admit it. You see, half of your fries is gone. Where did right, they go? Right, and I, and, and, and I be slices looking. of pizza. Now you know that's crazy. I be looking, and here's the thing about here. Now the places that I order from is only like a minute drive from here. Yeah, so okay. if it because you get on your phone, it tells you your order has been picked up at mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. if you if it's 10 minutes from up the street down here we got a problem yeah yeah you have done something to my meal <laughs> and and i'm gonna be calling somebody like they forgot my shrimp egg roll yesterday mm. so i'm really upset about that they forgot it or it was eight well <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it was eaten, but I told them I, I didn't get it. Did they reimburse? Yeah, I wanted them to say, I should have said, no, you send that person back out here with my egg roll. But, you know, mm. I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that at all. But again, yeah, convenient, but very, very, very mm. expensive. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. 90%. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I have Grubhub, but the thing about Grubhub coming here to my house, the restaurants that are on Grubhub, they take so long to get here. And I'm going to be honest, if you bring my food here hot, we're going to have a problem. Hot or cold? cold. I mean cold, cold. that's what I mean, cold. (laughs) We're going to have a problem. 
so I'd rather go get it myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, but like I said, I'm lazy. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. The case of a Christian high school student who was forced to write the Islamic creed at school is slated to come before a U.S. Supreme Court conference that is scheduled to take place or it took place on August the August, October the 11th. Now, the conference is a list of petitions that the Supreme Court reviews for consideration, and then the court can decide whether to take the case or not. So they just bring all the cases, and then the justices sit around, and I guess, or either the chief justice, mm -hmm. and then decides, we'll hear that, we'll hear that, we won't. Because the Supreme Court doesn't hear every case that's oh, brought before right. them. Right. They can determine whether or not it's important enough to be heard or not. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes they'll send it back down to the federal courts, mm -hmm. because because once you lose in federal court, then, that's it. then you go to the Supreme mm -hmm. Court. And, you know, sometimes the, the justices will say, we're not hearing this. This is a, you know, mm -hmm. state matter or whatever. And so we're, then we're what not the person involved. have to do? Reapply? Redo yeah. Everything. Or, or, and you know, some, yeah. Or, you know, if they don't get another trial, you know, in the lower courts, then it's over. Supreme Court refuses to hear it. So this case is about a Christian student, Callie Wood, who in the 2014-2015 school year was forced by a teacher at La Plata High School in Maryland, I know it very well, to write the Islamic conversion creed called the Sahara as part of an assignment. So here's what the creed said. This is why the little girl has a problem with it. The creed says, there is no God but Allah. And Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Whoa. Okay. And she refused to do it. She said, uh-uh. She said she believed it was a sin to profess that there is any other God other than the Christian God. You know, school officials did not accept her refusal and she was given a low grade. So the Thomas More Law Center filed a lawsuit against the school, arguing that the school had violated the First Amendment Establishment Clause. A federal appeals, appeals court ruled in February in favor of the school, mm -hmm. saying the school was not endorsing any specific religion with the assignment. So then that's now how it's uh, how it went to the Supreme Court. How is it not? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't her grade know. stayed the same. So her grade stayed the same. And y'all, you know, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have said that either. I don't think I would have said no, it. I would have said, I don't can think I get an alternate assignment? Or something. Assignment. Or, I mean, people, I have heard before of parents asking for their children to be opt out of things mm -hmm. because of religious reasons. Yeah. Why couldn't this girl be opt out of it because of her religious mm -hmm. um, beliefs? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have gone on and say that there's no other God, only God, mm -hmm. but Allah either. If I don't believe it, I don't mm -hmm. believe that right. so i don't understand why they couldn't just say well you know what we understand what, is this a regular high school this la plata high school is a regular is a public high school yes uh we're gonna take our first break we'll be right back in just a moment you're listening to this is how we see it What you need? 
Urbeck, thanks for coming back with us. You know, I'm still thinking about that, um, the yeah. the Supreme Court case, and uh, I I think that the school could have probably handled it a little bit better. Yeah. I think they could have said, because like I said before, before we went to break, I have actually heard of parents asking for their students to like doing Christmas, like Jew, like mm-hmm. a Jewish uh, students. They don't participate in like Christmas stuff because they don't believe. And then Chase has somebody in the classroom. They don't celebrate birthdays. So when they're doing that Jehovah's Witness, class, probably they go out. Mm-hmm. They go out. Yeah. So, yeah. And who is that? The, the people that eat fish on Friday. Me? Me? <laughs> no, it's some oh. type of religion that only... Oh, I don't know. Uh-huh. And uh, we were doing the time that Ebony was um, little. It was something like on Friday that was the mm, only... I don't know. I don't mm. know. Okay, here is a... <laughs> here's a topic that is just really going to discuss y'all out, and I want y'all opinion on it. So one of my social media followers, you know how I love my social media followers, posted a conversation she had with a guy... online, or not online, it was a text. They were texting back and forth where he stated that it is gay for a straight man to wash his butt. (laughs) What? He said that (laughs) she actually took screenshots of the text messages and posted it on social media. He said that when he is in the shower, he might let the water hit his butt, but he does not wash in between his butt cheeks because that is gay. So his 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 pots just oh rotten. my god! So a lot of straight guys commented on just how ridiculous <laughs> that thought process was, and the women all talked about how his underwear must look <laughs> and the how they must smell. I mean, a grown man is, I'm telling you, this is true. (laughs) A grown man is walking around with a nasty, dirty butt (laughs) because you won't clean between your cheeks. He says, now he says he wipes, but listen, man, a lot of us have hair. Yeah, in our, so around that catches our things. So that catches, you can't just clean your butt with tissue. Well, I from my son, he's 16, so I noticed, well, my son is a, he takes baths. He doesn't mm-hmm. take showers. I, I, t- I love so baths, that's, too. That's I take showers, him. too, but yeah. But if I hear the toilet fr- flush, I know he's done number two. <laughs> And he's well, getting in that tub. But it's just, it's, it's like a different flush for him. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's like too many times. Like, he don't flush too many times. Now, one is just pee. I'm like, that's two. <laughs> so maybe that didn't go down the first time. <laughs> so maybe he, but yeah. I mean, it's mainly, I mean, he, he takes baths anyway. But when he does number two. He definitely he, takes he a bath. He definitely takes a bath. Yeah, yeah. So that's disgusting. But here's my thing. If you wipe with tissue in between your butt, why won't you wash? Like, the whole process doesn't even make sense to me. It doesn't. I think he just wanted to have conversation just to see what people said. Because I I can't believe. I'm getting sick. (laughs) But, I mean, can you just imagine (laughs) his draws? Well, maybe he's single. So, maybe that's what he thinks. Single still rotten. (laughs) But I'm just saying, (laughs) that's probably why he doesn't have anybody. And maybe he assumes that because nobody wants to be with him and he doesn't understand the reason why but there it is 
He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm telling you, me personally, I use wet wipes every time I yeah. go to the bathroom and use number two. You have to because you don't, you can't really clean all that way. You cannot. So. And see, mm. that's why a lot of people butts itch a lot. They don't know the, the, <laughs> well, the enzymes. Yeah, I don't know about the butts itching, <laughs> but 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 it's gotta be. It's it it has. Mm. If you're not cleaning your butthole properly, <laughs> it's gotta itch because it's yeah, dirty. Yeah. Well, maybe he takes baths, and he's just not saying that. No, part, he so showers. Oh, and you know what? I've noticed that a lot of men scratch their butt. You know, like they might be standing talking and, and there stuff. There it is. That's why. A lot of me, I've seen it, especially at the hospital. I've seen them. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, like they digging okay. in their pots, you know. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's, just, it's absolutely ridiculous to me. But But just the thought, but the thought process of some people. You know what I'm saying? To be so stupid <laughs> to think that washing your butt makes you gay. Oh, you know I what? Guess. Now, I'm kind of thinking about the girl that told it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't believe she told it. She did. I, think I wouldn't. She wa- wanted everything. Uh, 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 I wouldn't want nobody to know I was said. being with this man with no, dirty No, she wasn't. His, they, they weren't together. She oh, was I having a conversation. I did not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse I did not. me, lady. She, she posted it and said, look at this nasty. <laughs> it, seriously, that's what she posted. And that's what she said. Look at this conversation. A nasty blank a blank. <laughs> And it was true. I was just like, you know what? That is just ridiculous. That is just absolutely ridiculous. So apparently, there is an ongoing problem besides people not washing their butt in Chicago with the police department raiding the wrong homes. It has gotten so bad that the new mayor has ordered an investigation into the problem. One of the last raids, cops stormed a woman's house and pointed guns in the face of her little children. Mm -hmm. She is asking for the camera footage to be released, but they have refused to do so. So she's saying... Can they do that? Apparently, but I think you can get like a four-year request or something Uh like that, and they have to release it at some point. Mm -hmm. But I think... um, I think that... uh, while the investigation is going on or they something like that, I, I think that they don't have to release it. Now, the superintendent was asked by a news station to interview about it, but he refused, saying that the station was not big enough for him to do an interview. Now, where do we know mm-hmm. the superintendent of Chicago from? When did we first get in touch with him? With um, 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 Jesse Smollett. With Jesse Smollett. Oh. Now, this is the same guy. So he he can get on Good Morning America because that's a big platform, Mm -hmm. but he can't interview at this station because it's not big enough for him to Mm. do an interview. Um, Now, (laughs) it just lets you know right there what his motives are. His motives are that. But, you know, this blue code and you know what? Listen, I I, I, Mm. we need police officers. We yeah, need we police officers, but we need some good police officers. Mm-hmm. And 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 what I what I always wonder is what how do the good cops feel about it? 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but there's like, still a brotherhood among the um, yeah. police officers, so I don't think they'll say too much. Not according to Black and Blue. Oh, oh, oh! That's right. You went with Ronnie mm-hmm. B to see the movie. That's right. You mm-hmm. were the other one. So while we were in the Harriet, can be broken. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. she did, and that's why they were after to kill her mm-hmm. because she was going to expose that they mm-hmm. shot those two boys. Yeah. Now I didn't see Black and Blue, but from the from the previews, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I kind of gather what it was about Tyrese. Yeah. And okay. did you know she was from England? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. She's from England. She's not American oh, at all. Okay. But um. Yeah, but, you know, black and blue, I understand it. You know, it's a brotherhood. I get it. Um, But you know what? Right is right and wrong is wrong. And you shouldn't be taking up for what's wrong. Right. You know, this whole thing that's happening with Trump, everybody knows that Trump is, you know, they're in impeachment inquiries now. And um, it's just a shame you know, and we're not a political show, and I don't want to get into a whole bunch of politics, mm-hmm. but I will say that it's interesting how the Republicans, all the Republicans, are turning their back on the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just, uh, I think they're basically scared of him. I think that that's yeah. what you it think is. So? Yes, I think they're afraid of him. I and I do. Um, um, and. But right is right and wrong is wrong. And just like Joe Scarborough always says, history is recording this. History is recording that you, instead of standing up for America and what's right, because Mm -hmm. that's what you went to Congress to do. People elected you to go to Congress to to fight for them, to fight for America. And what you're fighting for is this man. You know, you, you are just... And I'll say this, if this was Barack Obama, oh. been gone. we wouldn't be having this. If this was on. Hillary Clinton, if Hillary Clinton would have won and she got caught up in this stuff right here, it would be another story. Mm-hmm. The Republicans would be saying crucial. They would even lock her up yeah. for the little things yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. for, for her email server. Yeah. <laughs> lock her up yeah. for her emails. Yeah. They were hollering for that. But yet and still you were standing behind proof. That this man has man. done this stuff and you are upholding him in the wrong. Yeah. You're going to have to answer to that. Right. Every last one of them. And just like I tell people all the time, I was a big Barack Obama fan, but if Barack would have been um, in this mess, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be standing up for him. And right. no one else would either. I would not do it because mm-hmm. it's, it's not about party anymore. Right. It's again about what's right and what's wrong right. and what's good for America. Right. So, That's true. I don't know. I Who trusts a man with a flap over their head like that <laughs> anyway? <laughs> that man thinks that he is doing something. He thinks that that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That hair is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and those hands, he just grab them by the yeah, yeah. That's I mean, ridiculous. I mean, it the is. man it's basically told you who he was when yes. he was running for yes. president. Yes. Yes, he did. What Maya Angelou say when somebody show you who they are, believe them. I can shoot somebody. What do you say away in Times Square and uh-huh. nothing will happen to me? Right. Who says something like that? A nut, a pearl nut. Who's? I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you when that man was elected, when he when they called his name and so said he, he had was won, shocked it shocked him. That the first <laughs> thing that went through his mind. 
Are they crazy? <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, well, see, a lot of people did say that he didn't really want to be president. He did. He, but what he wants is the publicity mm-hmm. of it because he thinks it's going to help his business. Well, see, he done had that, so he should have been stepped aside if that was really all he wanted. He had know. that in the first two, three days when everybody found out he was a nut. Yeah. Well, everybody yeah, knew he was a nut before yeah. he even got. And, and that's um, not the first time he ran for oh, president. Oh, no, he's run before. Yeah. He's run. And quit on his own. But though. always ran as a Democrat. Stop not as a Republican. Oh, yes, not as a Republican. Right. We'll about that. Yep. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back in just a moment. Stay right with us. back thanks for coming back with us a man in north carolina will likely spend the rest of his life in prison after prosecutors accuse him of raping a young girl for years before and after he impregnated her at 15 brandon helms 34 was sentenced wednesday to between 88 and 130 years in prison on various charges relating to statutory rape and child abuse. His wife, 39-year-old Marcy Lynn Helms, (laughs) pled guilty to aiding and abetting her husband. So this woman, Noah, is allowing this man to rape this little girl. Mm -hmm. Helms, who prosecutors say knew of the abuse but did nothing to stop it, was sentenced to 18 years in prison. She should have got more than that. Yeah, just as much as he did. He reportedly raped this young girl for years, got her pregnant at 15, and then continued to rape her afterward. Mm -hmm. The girl was in labor for more than two days without medical attention and delivered the child on the table. Mm -hmm. Helms justified the abuse by claiming he started a religion... And the girl was his concubine. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, can you just sick person? Sick. Absolutely Mm, 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 mm. sick. Seriously. I tell you. Sick person. You actually have an adult woman here that you can be with and you choose a child. Yes, yes. What does that say about her? I tell you. All right, now it's time for throwback song of the week. Now I thought hard about this song and about this thing and uh i came up with michael jackson's 1982 hit human nature off the thriller album here we go Sweet seducing sigh. 
Human Nature is my second favorite song by Michael Jackson. Does anybody know my first favorite song by Michael Jackson? Pretty in thing. No. Nah. Um, the one where, um, 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 what's his name? Um, um, Murphy. Eddie yes. Murphy was in. Remember the time. Yeah. Remember the time is my first favorite one, and Human Nature is my second one. I remember Human Nature, 1982. I remember when my sister brought the vinyl album home 
And we sat there and listened to, I don't know where she got it from, no telling, no telling where she got it from. Because I'm like, how you get money to buy uh, something? But um, I remember that, and we listened to that album uh, that day. The uh, I was just I was just in love with that album. Just in a PYT thriller. Yeah, um, some good ones. What is it? Uh, Billie Jean. That's not on that. No, is Billie no, Jean on Thriller? I don't think so. Rock with me. I won't no, run. that's the first album. It is. Well, Rock I don't with know. you was the first album. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been his first hit, wasn't it? No. Yeah, when he had them socks on the album cover. Um, no, that was Billie Jean. No, Rock With You was uh, on Michael Jackson's first. I got it. It's, it's, it's in my collection. Well, then you know. Okay, so here's a question that I want uh, everybody's opinion on. And um, I want to talk about a significant event that caused a positive change in you as a person. Now, I'm going to start off. So... When I was working in, uh, at a company called Lockheed Martin back in the day, uh, I, I remember I started off as a receptionist and I worked my way up and I went into the marketing department and, uh, I was in my early twenties and, um, I remember, uh, every weekend going to buy something new to wear. Hmm. And, you know, I thought, you know, oh, you know, I need to, you know, look nice and dress nice and, you know, uh, do this and do that. But what I noticed is that all the other people in the department never really bought Hmm. any new clothes. They were clean. And every once in a while, you would see them, they might have on a new shirt every mm-hmm. once in a while, or they might have on a new pair of pants. But not every week But like not you. every <laughs> week like me. And I know that these people made two, three times my salary. Right. So one day, my senior VP's secretary, he, he got the flu, and he was at home. And he called the office one day, and he said, Annette, I need you to bring me the file. I don't even remember what the file was on. Uh, but it was some important file, something he was working on. And he said, I need you to bring it to the house. And she said, Eric, do you want to go with me to take Ed these files? And Ed, if you're listening, Ed, hi, um, made the most money out of everybody in the office, but Ed had on 1980 suits all the time <laughs> and drove a beat-up Volkswagen Beetle. Now, I know personally for a fact, Ed made $350,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I know he did. Right. And I would always say, why in the world won't he get him some new fashions? (laughs) Why are you coming in here? I know that's a 1980 suit on and all that stuff. So I said, sure, Annette, I'll go with you to Ed's house. So we just driving. So then we get on, this is D.C. We get on 16th Street. The houses got bigger. And like, beautiful. wait a minute. Where's we going? Where are we going? She pulls up in front of Ed's house, mm. and it is absolutely beautiful. And it clicked in my mind that you put money into things that make you money. 
Okay, mm. yes. You don't put money into clothes. What, what, what money can you make from clothes? That's true. You don't really put money into cars because as soon as you drive a car off a car lot, it depreciates. It depreciates. Yeah. But your house appreciates. Okay. And it's, it, it, it clicked in my mind, this is where this man is putting his money. Mm-hmm. He ain't putting his money into things that I think are important, like mm-hmm. clothes, you know, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's putting his money into this house right here. And let me tell you what mm-hmm. kind of house it was. I just remember looking like, oh, my God. I had never physically at that point in my life seen, and I've seen him on TV, of course, mansions and stuff, but I had never seen physically with my eyes, a house like this. And that made me stop buying new clothes <laughs> every pay period. And that's when I started saving. That is when I started saving my money. Now, at first it was it was little by little because, you know, you save on, you know, what you can do. You know, yeah. you put aside what you can do. Right. And that is when I understood about you know, again, money and 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 putting bag. your money, you know, into things that make you money yeah. and clothes. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Clothes are nice. You know, yeah. it's wonderful. What did Ed have on when y'all went to his same nineteen? Oh, he had on a. Uh, <laughs> he looked like uh, what's the one that just died at the Playboy Mansion? Hugh Hefner. He he looked like Hugh Hefner <laughs> when we went to the door. He had on this velvet like burgundy robe, and he was in his uh, pajamas, and he said. Hey, Eric. <laughs> I said, hey. I was like, oh, my God, look at this house. So I think that that was a positive, um, that was a positive change in me when, I, when it clicked in me that, Eric, you got it all wrong. You think it's about looking, you know, new clothes and all of that. And it's not, nothing wrong with new clothes. But I knew I was the lowest paid person in that, in that department. Mm-hmm. But I'm the only one showing up in new outfits, <laughs> you know, every Monday, you know, or every week. Yeah. Those people made two, three times my salary, right. and they would just basically every, like I said, every once in a while, oh, it's a new blouse, or oh, that's a new pair of shoes, mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. I would say that that is a positive, you know, that was a positive change in me. Yeah. So when you went to Ed's house, you had an uh-huh. Moment. I had like, an aha okay. moment. I, uh-huh. I, I truly did. And I had to be 25, 25 maybe, 26. No, I probably was about 25. But but that is when I understood you got it wrong. You know, you, you're running around here thinking one thing, but what it really truly is about is something else. Yeah. And so that's that's my positive change story. Oh, good. Who's next? Well, I can say mine is actually now about to be newly divorced, um, used to someone being honest, half helping, you know, take care of things. Now that my credit is back on track like it needs to be, I realize me taking care of things on my own, I appreciate things more. I want more for myself and my children. So I say that's the positive change that has done in me because credit it drives the job. It sure does. An apartment. Yes, it does. I mean, cars. Yes, it does. Anything. If your credit is not good, you're limited. You are going to, to, to pay do. more than the mm-hmm. average when your credit you is bad. Yeah, yeah, if you can get it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 
loan payments, your interest rates will mm-hmm. be lower with good credit. Mm-hmm. You know how any any type of loan that you Financial. get mm-hmm. is going to be, and credit is very important. It is. You don't have to have a lot of money, but if you've got good credit. Mm-hmm. You can come out. You can come out on top. And Missy, you're trying to get your credit um, fixed and, and, and working with the it's, guy. It's, it's, it's getting there. I mean, this guy, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know what he is, but he's a miracle worker to me. <laughs> All right, we'll take another break. We'll be right back in just a moment. for coming back with us uh i was saying when uh we were in break that in my early 30s i had to file for bankruptcy because i was not good with my finances um i I remember i gotten with these credit cards and i (laughs) ran all these credit cards up and these people were like we want our money oh yeah and we're gonna garnish your wages take you to court if you don't uh give us our money and And people don't know that credit card people can do that yes they can do that and you know what another people right now another people that can do it and does it it's the hospital you know how people say oh hospital bills ain't nothing you know they don't mess with your credit those hospital people will have you up yes they will they're taking my state yeah behind the hospital bill yeah might as well let them take it and get it over with i tell you i tell you all right riddle me this are you guys ready Missy was upset last week because she didn't get it and started talking about how stupid the question was and all of this other stuff. So here we are. I am a man that shaves several times a day, yet I still have a beard. What kind of man am I? A comedian. Okay, say it again. Let me I think. am a man. A groomsman. I am a man that shaves several a times. Barber, a barber. That is correct. <laughs> she is right. <laughs> she really? is now, right. When, 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 when she when did her that. answer, it, you know, I started thinking, okay, who grooms people and stuff? Uh-huh, that's what maybe. Yes. Well, thank yes. you very much. <laughs> I helped you. All right, so Cynthia Bailey of the Housewives of Atlanta fame has a daughter named Noelle by the actor Leon. I think he's a good actor, by Mm -hmm. the way. Noelle told Cynthia on a recent episode of the Housewives that she has discovered that she is sexually fluid, Mm -hmm. i.e. she's bisexual. I don't know why people... Say stuff like that. <laughs> Sexually, fl- you're bisexual. That's basically what you're saying. Yes. Um. So you know, I, I and Cynthia just. I mean, she was just like, oh, okay. okay. You know, she was. Because I mean, what could she say? I, exactly. And it's still her daughter. Yeah. That's that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So remember the Monique and Netflix controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Remember, she was asking everyone to boycott Netflix because they wouldn't pay her the kind of money she thought she deserved for a special. Mm -hmm. Well, now she is suing them for racial and gender discrimination. Mm 
In her mind, they discriminated against her on the basis that she is black and female by trying to drastically underpay her for a stand-up special after offering other stars tens of millions of dollars. The suit said Netflix reportedly signed a $100 million deal in 2017 with Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. In 2016, they signed $60 million to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, black. Chris Rock was offered $40 million black. for a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ricky Gervais who was offered $40 million for a Netflix special in 2016, too. Yeah, and a lady. What's the girl name? Uh, the, um, I think I talk about her. Uh, the lawsuit goes on to allege Netflix initially offered comedian Amy Schumer yes. $11 million, but actually paid her 13 mm-hmm. for a special. Okay. Now, because of the deals they did with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, people are saying, well, they're clearly not discriminated against you racially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't really say that they're doing this to you because, you know, exactly because you're black, because Mm -hmm. these two men, Mm -hmm. you know, made a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, Amy Schumer only got 13 million as opposed to Jerry Seinfeld's 100. So that's the woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I truly think now. This is what I, I I really think. First of all, she's still going on about this Netflix thing. I mean, when are you gonna let this go? This has been two years, right. I think. Really, I think that they are paying her less because her fan base is not as diverse well, as the other ones. She hasn't done anything in a while, so I think that has. Well, she a stopped lot doing that do because of, she said that that um, um, Tyler Perry, Oprah, and all them had her like blackball, right? No, her well, husband messed movies. her up. They're saying movies. Her husband slash manager yeah. messed her yeah, that's up. What a lot, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, they didn't want to work with him, did, and correct. he was doing a lot of things. He messed up her career. I don't think truly, he did. Truly, mm? truly. I think he was standing by his wife. Yeah, he no, stood, no, no, no. And he wanted them to treat her right. They but, were treating her right. Everybody who Monique. Now, remember this last movie. What was it? Almost Christmas. Yeah. This guy, they had told this guy, don't hire Monique. But he did it anyway. Because she's difficult. And no. And he was like, I just I didn't want to go by what other people are saying. I wanted to see. And he said, I will never mm-hmm. work with her again. He said that she and her husband yeah. were the most difficult yeah. people to work with. He said, I gave her a chance. And now I see why Mm -hmm. people are saying what they're saying about her. So it can't just be other people. No. It just can't be. It's got to be something that she's doing. Exactly. Everybody ain't lying. Everybody ain't lying. lying. (laughs) But I, now Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, They've crossed over. They got a lot of white they have a fans. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Once you do that, let's just yeah. say somebody exactly. going over Yeah, they to went pop. crazy when Dave Chappelle yes. dropped off in the face yes. of the air for yes. a bit. Once you go over to pop era and stuff like that, that's the money. Yeah, and Monique really has basically a black audience. Yeah, but can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I don't see where Chris Rock is that funny. Well, people do. Well, I don't I see mean, it. I don't he's, care for Chris Rock like either. that, but he's yeah. money. 
He, he, I don't really care for Dave Chappelle. I, I, I really I have Kevin like Hart in a time. Oh, Kevin Hart is funnier than anybody. I don't anybody. like either one. Oh, yes. but He's funny, just naturally people like them. funny. Yeah. People like them. They I love mean, them. Yeah. And like I said, they have crossed over. And I think that mm-hmm. if Monique could have, um, if she had that fan base yeah. that they have, I think she could have gotten, right. you know, you know, the, at least, you know, 10 million mm-hmm. like Amy Schumer did. Yeah. But well, Monique, she thought she was going to get that money because she got that what was it, an Emmy or something? Oscars, oh, that, totally um, different, well, totally what, different. Well, that's where she thought, the reason why she thought she was going to get that kind of money. Yeah. I just think Monique needs to get somewhere and sit down. Mm-hmm. I really do. I um, I think that she could have leveraged the Netflix deal better. Mm-hmm. I think that she could have said, all right, give me your half a million dollars for this one. But when I knock Once this I one out this, the park, mm-hmm. you're going to give me two more and you're going to pay me $10 million yeah. for those two. Yeah. That's the better way to do it. Yeah. And not just exactly. Showed them. That's exactly. Showed them. Let me yeah. show y'all what yeah. I can do. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping on me, but even Dion, what's his name? Dion, um, Dion Cole. 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 Mm-hmm. He's oh. got a special like on him. Netflix. I like yeah, him. he does. But you know what? And he's funny. He, he is very funny. Y'all say that, but I. It, he's, I don't he's think not, he's that he's funny. Not funny. Ha, ha, funny. He's to not me. funny like Chris Rock. He was funny. funny to me. It's a different level to me. He's he's. He's different, and I've gotten to, not personally gotten to know him, but being on The Real and him talking about his life and stuff, it, it makes you want to see yeah, him. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not Chris Rock level funny, but he's well, funny to me. Chris Rock is not funny to me at me all. Me either. Well, yeah. Dion was funny to me. Um, y'all need to watch his special. I can't. Cole Hearted. Yeah. I okay. think that's the name yeah. of it. Uh, it I is like funny. I've it is funny. It. It's on, not that funny well, to me. Well, to me it was. Okay, so the world's richest pastors... Somebody mm. did a, a a thing about that, and uh, here we go. Now, there were a lot of them up here. Some I might never heard of, so I'm just going to name the ones that are kind of popular, okay? Paula White is worth $5 million. Who is that? Wow. Paula White, she's Trump's... Um, person she's the you know told know everybody that something she said compared okay. trump to somebody mm-hmm. i don't know who joyce myers mm-hmm. is, worth, like is worth okay. eight million dollars i thought okay. she would be worth more than that no jimmy swaggered mm. is worth really? 10 million dollars oh, okay. jimmy swagger been on tv yeah. since i've been a little boy mm-hmm. franklin graham the son of billy graham is worth one. 10 million dollars mm-hmm. 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 juanita bynum is worth what? ten million dollars. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know she was still preaching. Yeah, oh yes, yeah, she's still oh, preaching. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jamal Bryant. Wow. Twenty really? million dollars oh, in Baltimore. But he's the one connected to um what's the what's his wife's name? The new wife. Um oh. she's she was an R and B person. I forgot her name. Oh really? But it was a thing going on about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Billy Graham, when he died, was worth $25 million. That. That's Billy low. Graham been preaching since yeah. the 50s, so mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, Creflo Dollar, okay. $27 million. He's still living. Now, yeah, he comes huh? Creflo Dollar ain't about 50. Yeah, he's not old. 50 Cent Brother. Mm. <laughs> Joel Osteen. Osteen. Okay, okay, come Joel. on with it. Come okay. on. Forty million dollars. I can see it. I can see it. Okay, because you got um, what's the name um with him now? Um, Who? the black guy. What's his name? I don't know. He's under him. Who? Uh, Franklin. Oh, the the, the uh, black guy, the big one. Yes. He's got yeah. He uh-huh. got him under. Oh, him. the one that uh-huh. Oprah kept moving back yes, and forth. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Benny Hinn. Y'all might not know I, Benny. I, I Y'all remember, remember him? Mm-hmm. Forty-two million dollars. 
Pat Robertson. Now this I remember the name, but one hundred million dollars. I remember him. I remember the name. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's I pretty popular. Him. Creflo Dollar came out of uh, from under Pat Robertson. Oh, okay. Um, T. D. Jakes. Really? What's that? One hundred and fifty wow. million dollars. Oh yeah. But y'all know. But he travels. And but not stuff only too, that, though. but books. All yeah, of his deals books and all that. Millions, yeah. Jumping the broom. That's it. All yeah, of you're that right. stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now this is one that surprised me. Kenneth Copeland. Really? I like him. Seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Really? What? Whoa! I didn't know it was that much. I'm sorry, Creflo Dollar came from under Kenneth Copeland. Sorry, but yes, seven hundred and sixty million dollars. And lot. people, you know, here's my thing about it: as long as you're not stealing from the church, these people got businesses. Yeah, they, they write books. Besides, yeah, a lot of them are doing movies. Creflo Dollar has a record label. Bishop Jakes does too. Oh, what about um? Um, Frederick Price. He wasn't up here. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't up here. Not to say he ain't got, you know, no money, <clears throat> but he wasn't on the he list. He looked like George Jefferson. He does look like George Jefferson. And I actually like Creflo. I mean, I, I like um, Frederick. Frederick Price, too. I really do. Uh, but that is all the time we have for today. We thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye for now. Well,